Welcome to Book Recos Between the Pages. I'm Jess. And I'm Lauren. And we're the pals behind Book Recos. This is the podcast where we chat all things books and just about everything in between. Today, we are going head to head with two killer authors who everybody loves and we are absolute fangirls of. So whether you're Team Coho or Team TJR, this episode will give you a flavour of each author's and their fabulous books. Right, Lauren, before we begin, Mm. I think we should just let it be known that these two women don't have to be put against each other. Both are marvellous and competition between women is exhausting enough. So this is literally just a little bit of fun. We're both bringing our favourite authors, favourite, well, new favourite authors to the pod. And mostly we're doing this because I love how awkward Lauren gets when I put her on the spot with my questions. <laughs> Amen, Jessica. Um, so today, Jess and I have prepared a set of questions for each other about our chosen authors and I'll be representing Colleen Hoover, otherwise known as Coho. And I'll be repping TJR, and that is Taylor Jenkins Reid, for those of you who don't know. Um, I talk about her a lot on the podcast, so <laughs> let's just like make sure I've covered all of her books in one episode <laughs> today. I read my first Coho book about a year ago now, and I've been enjoying my quest of reading her books ever since. But I do want the record to state that I am by no means an expert on Colleen Hoover, and I haven't read her full backlog because there are a lot of books. There are a lot of books. I she was an author who, like, I always saw her covers of her books, and I never really looked mm. into. And now that I know that you are, every time I see a new cover, I'm like, holy crap, another one. I wonder if Lauren knows about this book. <laughs> like on the 9th of November, everyone was posting about 9th of November or November 9th. November 9th, yeah. And I was like, oh, crap, another one. She missed a vote on that. <laughs> she needs to read that for November 9th next year. <laughs> so before we get started, Jess, I have a question for you. And it's a bit of a quick trick question but can you take a wild guess at how many books these two powerhouse authors have published between them crap I just said that (laughs) (laughs) well I know that Taylor Jenkins Reid has seven and a novella so we're up to eight I know that you've read about five or six coho so that's got to be but then there's a bunch of others I'm going to go for like 37 Oh, quite close, but actually you over-egged it. It's oh. 30. Oh, I did over-egged it. They need to get to yeah. work. Well, I'm Coho waiting on seven 22. more books. 22. 22 books. That is a bit mad, isn't it? How old is she? Now? How does she have to, like, to have time? Because like, that must take like a, at least a year to write one book. Totally. She must bang them out. Damn. Damn. Sleep. Okay. Well, I'm going to get onto the official questions and no, no more of this quizzing bullshit. Don't know <laughs> the um, what was your first Coho book, Lauren? Oh, um, so she, so she has, as we said, a lot of books, and I think eleven of them are standalone and not part of a series, and. 
then she has like three different series of books. So I've not read oh. any of her series. Her series are like the Hopeless series, maybe Someday series and Slammed series. I've not read any of those. So I've I don't been even focusing. Heard of them. I know I've been focusing mainly, mainly on getting through her like non-series books. Mm. Um, so the first book of hers I've read, I think I started in a really rogue place. I started with Layla which I spoke about briefly, I think, on our Shag, Marry, Kill episode, which I think is a personal fave of our podcast episodes. So and far, a, lot, a lot of other people's as well. <laughs> <laughs> There's um, a lot about the <laughs> And it's not that it's a rogue book, but of all her books, I do think it's a rogue place that I started with because it is um, it, it deals with like paranor- paranormal subject matter, which... I think it's a little bit rogue and I'm not a fan of that genre at all uh, but that said I bloody loved it and it gave me an overwhelming urge to buy all of her books that is good mm. especially for a ask- rogue one yeah totally and are we asking each other the same the same questions back to each other I think we should then let's, let's do it let's do it so Jess what was your first TJR book my first one was the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, and I will never mm. forget it. It was a great <laughs> place to start. Um, and I've talked about I talked about it in our oh yes the time travel episode because I wanted to talk about the books, but I was like, how can I get this in there? <laughs> <laughs> and it is basically a retelling of a fictional Hollywood movie star's life. And she has these seven marriages, and that's kind of what everyone else defines her as. But actually, this book sort of uncovers her real life and yes about Mm. those marriages Um, and it's done in a really clever way it's about her being interviewed by a journalist who's like quite junior and she's just been plucked out of nowhere to interview her and so there's also another storyline about her um and it's just flipping marvelous it just left me so (laughs) in awe that I cared so much about a fictional celebrity and then that was it I was like right we need to get to all her other books (laughs) I need to know how else she writes Go, go, go. Yeah, I, I love that feeling when you discover an author, you're like, and they have so many books that you yes. can just delve into. It's like a kid in a sweet shop. <laughs> um, so my first question for you then, Jess, is if someone has never read a TJR book before, which book of hers would you first reco them to read? Um, well, obviously Seven Husbands of Hugo, Evelyn Hugo worked for me. Yeah. Um, Daisy Jones and the Six is what I wrote, read next. And it's so cool. But I actually wonder if the documentary style of writing could could scare some people off. And then they'd be like, I don't want to read any of other books. I didn't really vibe with that way of writing, which um, if that is you, you're wrong. It's really cool. <laughs> but you're wrong. So I actually am not going to say that one either. And do you know what? I'm going to go off piste. And I'm going to recommend one from her backlog, which I know no one has ever done. People only read her backlog once they've read one of her three major ones. Um, but they're all of her backlog are so easy to read. They've got really modern storylines that are really easy to follow, really great characters, very they're written in a way that you like cannot put them down. And so I actually think mm. if you started with one of those, you'd be well in because they're like relatable stories. And then yeah. you'd be like, oh God, I've got through that so quickly. I need to read more of her work. So I'm going to go for um, One True Loves, I think, which was my Mm. first one of her backlog I read. 
And it's about uh, a girl called Emma who marries her high school sweetheart, uh, Jessie, and they build a very happy life together, traveling the world. And then Jessie dies in a helicopter crash. And so Emma moves back home and she she really like resented her home, which is why they were like so happy to go traveling. But she moves back home and she eventually finds love again with funny and caring Sam, who she also knew from when she was younger. Um, Mm -hmm. But then Jessie returns after years (gasps) of isolation and fighting (gasps) for his life. And Emma must choose which one is her true love. Oh, I love a story like that. Yeah. And I spent the whole book not really knowing. Like, I, when I first met Sam, I was like, oh, he's so lovely. Yeah. And then and then I started to hear more about the Jesse story. And I was like, crap, like, that is the love of her life. Like, and now he's <laughs> back. She never thought this was going to happen. But then I was also like, oh, but Sam's so lovely. And she's a different person now. Oh, my God. So good. So, so well written. Really. Be- I mean, obviously, it's helicopter crash and then coming back is a might come across as really unrealistic but the whole book is like written to be so real that you're like totally plausible and I don't know who you're gonna pick and it's really really good and like not talked about enough um and so I'm gonna suggest that as a good place to start if you're listening and you haven't read a TJR book go and read that one nice and um yeah like you said I've not really seen much about that book is it one of her first then? Yeah, I don't know which one is her very first book, but it is like she wrote it okay, before. Okay, so Daisy um, Jones and Evelyn weren't her first books. No. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, she was same just question. Finding her groove. She was just finding her groove, and I think she found it. <laughs> um, same question to you. Where should okay. someone who's never read a co host start? Me. This is um, what you're telling me. Oh, yeah, you've not, have you? Okay. Um, well, I think if someone wants to go down the coho rabbit hole, and I highly recommend that you do, then I personally think there's no better place to start than It Ends With Us, which, again, I spoke about in the Shag Marry Kill episode. So go and have a, a gander at that episode. Um, and I also think I spoke about it on the Road Trip episode, which is yeah. our first ever podcast episode. I was just about to say, I think you did in that one. Mm. And it's about a really successful businesswoman called Lily. And she has quite a um, fragmented relations, like home life. And on the night of her father's funeral, funeral, she meets Ryle, who is this handsome and very charismatic neurosurgeon. And they immediately hit it off and they have a life that's almost too good to be true. Um, and I don't want to reveal any much more than that. Um, but oh, I don't know how to explain it, but something happens and their whole relationship changes. And oh my God, it this is the book where I just truly got the coho hype. Like, obviously I loved Layla. That was my first book and I loved it enough that I was like, okay, I want to, like read more into this author but this was the book where I was like oh my god give me all of it um her books are brilliant she like totally nails really complex characters and she did this one perfectly I think and I would just say there is a trigger warning for um abusive relationships but in true coho fashion she tackles it from um such like a place of complexity and understanding and she also like asked the reader 
why is it that in society when a woman goes back to an abusive partner or relationship why does our society focus our blame on her as opposed to her abuser which I think is a really like really important topic to explore and one that I hadn't really thought about from that way around before yeah um while you were talking about it ends with us I realized two things one is that when you mentioned it in the road trip episode I also then mentioned maybe in another life by Taylor Jenkins Reid like we both (laughs) talked about those books together and now it's like there's a whole episode about it and then the second (laughs) thing was that recently there was this tweet being shared everywhere and I screenshot it because I was like I don't know if Laura will see this but it said reading a Colleen Hoover book is like looking both ways before crossing the street and then getting hit by an airplane (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that is the most accurate (laughs) description of reading a Colleen Hoover book you can prepare yourself all you like but she then will just bring out the big guns that you weren't expecting and crash all your hopes and dreams (laughs) in a nutshell Okay, good answer, Lauren, good answer. Okay, my next question, which I think I slightly touched on in my own answer (laughs) before, um, is what is a lesser known Coho book that doesn't get hyped enough? Oh, okay. Truth be told, like I've already said, I've not read some of her lesser hyped books. I'm really sorry. Um, (laughs) But I am working my way through her backlist and a book I actually really want to read next is Without Merit. Um, I've so heard of that one. Yeah, I know. They just, they come out of the woodwork. They really do. <laughs> Everywhere. Um, but I saw it in Waterstones the other day and I was like, oh my God, okay, it's another one I need to read. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure I'll be talking about that one on the podcast soon. But based on the books I have read, let me think. And I I think I'll go with Regretting You. Um more so because I don't think I've talked about this one on any of our episodes yet. So clearly I'm not hyping it enough. Um, so a quick synopsis. It's about a protagonist called Morgan, who is really determined to prevent her daughter, Clara, from making the same mistakes that she did when she was her age by getting pregnant and married way too young and therefore putting her dreams on hold. But Clara doesn't want to follow in her mother's quote unquote, predictable footsteps. And she relates much more with the personality of her father, Chris. But when tragedy strikes, their family dynamic changes beyond recognition and lots and lots of secrets are exposed, which is a running theme within Coho's work. So there's always (laughs) secret family secrets to uncover, which I am so bloody here for. And the reason I don't think it's hyped enough is the dual narratives between Morgan and Clara And they're very different stories and personal struggles um, with each other was just so captivating. And the way they like their stories weave in together is absolutely flawless. Like there are lots of flashbacks to Morgan's um, teenage years. So there's like a running, there's like dual narrative, dual timelines, which I think was done absolutely flawlessly. And as with all of her books, there's a perfect balance of, love story but also humor and grief and loss and it was just perfect so one definitely that needs more hyping from me that Mm -hmm. does sound good what did you rate it I think I gave it I think I might have given it four stars 
great as opposed to five which I have done for ends with us and Layla um but I mean sometimes you and I we've had this discussion before like sometimes we're a little bit too fussy aren't we with giving out a a fifth star so I was my the like major three Taylor Jenkins read books that's Evelyn Hugo Daisy Jones Malibu Rising they were all five stars for me and it's because I was like floored by them like knocked off my feet and all her other ones are very strong four stars and it's and I friggin loved them and I so enjoyed them but they didn't have that whoa holy shit sort of vibe but that doesn't mean they're not a good book it's so tricky (laughs) yeah exactly um so same question back to you Jess um what's a lesser known TJR book that doesn't get hyped enough so it's obviously going to be one from her backlist and actually Mm. this is the from people now starting to read her backlist I've seen that they have talked about maybe in another life which is that sort of sliding doors one that I talked about in the road trip um and I've seen a few people reading one true loves but I really don't see enough of people reading after I do and that was I think was like it was my third one that I got to on her backlist as well and it's again like so modern and real and readable and it's about a couple they've been together for 11 years um and then they realize that the love is gone but before completely giving up they decide to spend one year apart before coming back together to decide whether what they have is worth fighting for or if they should close the door forever and it's like perfect style of writing makes it really easy again you you don't really know that there's a bit where she's like oh I can like buy floral cushions and like have a floral bed spread because now I'm like a single gal and you're a bit like yeah go on but then you're like but when it was working between them it was so working between them and then like you'll hear about a memory where like they had a fight and you're like nah split you don't need this and like that push and pull of like not really knowing what you want to happen and it all being like really real like you could so imagine this happening to like your friends who are in a couple or something um and I um before this episode I was like let me just like read back on my reviews and like see what I said and uh, in true Jess style I (laughs) pointed out the grandma in my review (laughs) because she was my favorite character of course (laughs) and she's like she really I won't give away any spoilers but like she she kind of shapes the story in this like subtle way and she's she's just great um and yeah I really don't see it enough and I think it's so clever and again like I think I've read it in like two sittings like it's lovely so easy to read and like you know there are moments of heartbreak but on the whole it's quite an uplifting book Mm. whether it's like about finding freedom or whether it's about fighting for love like very good I, I think everyone should go away and read it that was um after I do I, I think that's the theme with with co-host books as well they deal with like really tough emotional storylines but they're never just um too indulgent in loss or grief there's always like a really nice balance of like uplifting storylines and yeah you know happy moments as well it's never just all doom and gloom yeah exactly um so I think it's my turn to ask you a question right it is so what I really want to know 
next oh is boy. of all TJR's books, if you could have one on a desert island with you, which one would it be? Quite proud of this question. Yeah, that's quite hard. I feel like the obvious answer would be like Daisy Jones and Six, so many characters, blah, blah, blah. But because of the whole island and the ocean vibe, I'm going to go for Malibu Rising because it might Ooh, make me okay. want to try surfing. <laughs> not that I would have a surfboard but like maybe I could make one because um, yeah Malibu Rising is about I did talk about it in our um, books of summer 2021 episode so go and listen to that if you haven't but it's basically these um, well it links to seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo it's about the family of one <laughs> of her husbands we love and his four children who are kind of like celebrities in their own right like one of them is a swimwear model one of them is a surfer um and so they spend a lot of like they get escapism from like going for a surf in the sea so I think that's like perfect vibes for a desert island oh and yeah good idea it's a fab story of like looking of past and present and switching in between it's got a lot of like glamour and celebrity but also just a lot of like family history and stories and you know I love a book about siblings and so yes that tick that box so I think that <laughs> might be the desert island one it would make Ooh, me less that's a really sad good choice actually like I did think stranded. you were gonna say Daisy yeah it's an obvious but one, I get that. your reasoning that's a really yeah. good idea yeah okay what about you what are you taking to your desert island from co-host <clears throat> stash um I think for me again it's not one I've spoken about on here before but it would be ugly love yes that's what I got you for your birthday you did and it was a very ha- good choice I haven't um <laughs> heard anything from it from you about it yet all I saw when I I saw some people being like oh my god this is so good I saw some people saying oh this is so sexy and I was like I wonder if Lauren's gonna like it so go I can't wait to hear about this book yeah do you know what there were points when I was reading I was like oh okay this is like <laughs> quite raunchy um but she does love a, a good sex scene does coho oh, um she? so I'll drop this up really quickly so it's oh, about please main character called Tate Collins and she meets an airline pilot called Miles Archer and she knows it isn't love at first sight they have quite an awkward first meeting um and they wouldn't go so far as ever considering themselves friends really but the only thing that Tate and Miles have in common is mutual attraction and so once their desires are out in the open for each other they realize they have the perfect setup really he doesn't want love she doesn't have time for love she's really focused on her um education and journey to becoming a nurse so they they decide they're just going to have sex together and not even be the like friends with benefits Um, And their arrangement could be seamless as long as Tate can stick to the only two rules that Miles has for her. And number one is never ask about his past past. And number two is don't expect a future. And it gets very heated from there and it gets quite ugly, needless to say. Ugly love. Ugly love. Um, And from the sound of the synopsis, you might think that Miles is just a bit of a dick for having those two two rules. But um, you learn to love him and realise that he's not like he's not the villain at all. Um, But what I loved about the book was there was a semi-dual narrative in that 
the present day was all from the perspective of Tate. But then there were some chapters from Miles's perspective when he was a teenager at high school, high school and experiencing his first ever relationship and, and time in love. And I'm going to leave it there because I don't want to give away any spoilers. But let me just say this book gave me so many feelings and I guarantee it will make you ugly cry at the end. So you got hit by an airplane when you were trying to cross the road? Oh, did I, Jessica? <laughs> did I indeed? I am still comatized from it all. Um, I'm very happy I, that I chose that one for you. I was like, yeah, oh God, like, like what if I choose a shit co and then she's <laughs> sad that she read it? Um, I have a friend who's also going through Coho's books at the moment and she read Ugly Love and she's been hyping up to me for ages. So I was really excited oh, when you got me that one for my birthday. Perfect. I was like, I know this one's going to be a good one. Um, and from the synopsis, it, I, you have to be really careful with her books not to give away too much because there's always a twist. Yeah, And there's, so I just want to say there's so much more than the plot and the synopsis suggests. Okay. Um, but that's half the fun of reading her books is you don't see what's coming. Yeah, you don't see that aeroplane. Okay. <laughs> um, my final question for you. Yes. Which might be a tricky one, but because um, it's my question, I've prepared my answer. So um, <laughs> I'm going to enjoy watching the shagger. Oh, God, I've been um, quite good on the spot up until you actually now, have, haven't I? But I think it's like we've because we've got one author like it's yeah, shortens the pool of what you can think of but I'm sorry yeah, this, really true. this one is not about co-host books. oh shit this is what book would you reco to Colleen Hoover so it's not one of our own oh fuck <laughs> you could choose a t- Taylor Jenkins I was reader. doing so well um I'm sure she would love TJR to be fair um okay let me think this one through a bit like how they do on University Challenge when they like break down the, the question. Lauren, I've never okay. watched University Challenge. I think it, maybe it might, I might not be thinking of University but Challenge. But I have no clue. I've never watched it. I feel like <laughs> the only person in the world who doesn't talk about University Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a bit okay. like sliding doors all over. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a reference point that you regularly yeah. dish out. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So Colleen Hoover is American. So I feel like the book that I would recommend her would need to be an English author that maybe she hasn't heard of before. Like that, like that vibe. You where I'm going with this? Yeah, yeah. good one. Um, what else do we know about her? She obviously loves a love story. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's going to have to be that element too, but it can't just be a straightforward love story. It's going to have to be a love story with a bit of a twist or a dark side to it what can what am I thinking what am I thinking um oh actually I oh my god yeah I have the perfect suggestion um what's it do tell it is cool I would give her the man who didn't call by Rosie Walsh I think is her name yeah I think and I and actually yes so it has a different title in the US I think it's called like ghosted or some shit like that in, in the US um why do they do oh my that? god yeah this is this is perfect isn't it rogue when um they just change books the have different titles in different so weird in english-speaking countries random um so a quick synopsis I, it's about a main character who is visiting her family in the English countryside and I think she's been living up until that point in New York and she meets a man when she's out for a walk one day in like 
in the countryside somewhere and they immediately become really attracted to each other and they spend these um, this amazing week together and they they both think like oh my god I found my person like they they fall in love like in a such a short space of time but then I think he's called Eddie I think he leaves to go on holiday to Spain and before he goes he tells Sarah I think that's her name I fall in love with you and like, let's pick this back up when I come back from this trip. Um, except that she never hears from him again. And mm. he just totally ghosts her, which is probably why the U S version is called ghosted. Um, so I think the reason that Coho would love this book is because yes, it is a love story, but like all of, Colleen Hoover's books it's so much more than a love story and it's filled with like these twists and turns right up into the end and there are some really dark moments in this story too and again I'm not gonna go into any detail because that is half the fun of reading this book you just do not see that airplane coming (laughs) and the characterization is just superb you really fall in love with their relationship and then when he ghosts her or disappears she gets quite obsessive and starts to try and unravel the whole relationship and those seven days to figure out like where she read the wrong, picked up the wrong signs or whatever. Um, and I'll just leave it there because you you don't see what, what you know, what actually happened coming. Um, but I think she'd fucking love it. Go on, Coho, give really it a go. Want, I really want her to read it now. How do we do this? <laughs> do we just post it to her? you've been recorded. um so same question to you Jess what book should TJR add to her TBR <laughs> okay oh I love that um <laughs> this actually wasn't hard with me when I was thinking of questions to ask you as soon as I thought of it I was like oh I actually know what I would reco to TJR because I was kind of thinking she loves a romance but then also yeah. a family story like I'm thinking Malibu Rising is so much about like family and siblings relationships mm. and an author who we both love has written a book about both of those things and that's Tayari Jones because I was like oh my hang on this is perfect so an American marriage is like a sort of modern romance in a way Ooh, yes um for anyone that hasn't read it it follows the lives of um Celestial and Roy and they are hopeful newlyweds and then suddenly their lives are completely derailed as Roy is imprisoned for 12 years for a crime he didn't commit. And it's so cool. The first like half of the book is written in letters from each other, like in and out of prison. Oh, it's such. And I was like, oh my God, I just want the whole book to be like this. And then actually they stop being letters, but it totally works because then there's a a third character that comes into play and it's like, it is a modern, it's like, like I keep saying about TJR's books, they're like really real and there is love and there's like hard times and I was like this she would absolutely love this book Um, perfect you nailed it nailed it and then (laughs) Tayari Jones um other book that we've read is Silver Sparrow which is we we I mean both of the I think they were both like in our top reads of last year yeah they were perhaps like we absolutely loved them and it's about um two girls who share the same father but one of them lives with her mother and is like a sort of, they they have a secret life and they know that and then the father lives with this other daughter 
openly and they're like a happy family it's like he has this secret family and so the girls actually then meet and like start and like one of them knows that she's the secret family the other one is like blissfully unaware yeah and it like plays out so well and they're both so well written like in a way that you can't put them down but you also like don't want them to end like really really good books and I think given like both of the subject matters, Taylor Jenkins Reid would get a huge kick out of Tayari Jones. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. Like Could we did. not agree more. We yeah. did. Yeah, I remember reading them very vividly last year. God, we love her, her books. So when is she writing another one? We need right? more. We want to dive into her backlog. <laughs> yeah. And actually, Silver Sparrow was her first book yes. that didn't get much attention until after she published American Marriage and then that got that won the Women's Prize for Fiction yeah. and then Silver Sparrow got re-released or something and has done so much better yeah well I think American was, Marriage was, just yeah. like um touches on su- such an important topic of like wrong race at the wrong time he didn't commit yeah. his crime but he was the black man in the vicinity totally. and it was just like so talked about and it was everywhere and so yeah. then it was like, all right, let's bring Silver Sparrow into the mix now because totally. she's clearly good at this. I'm so happy that yeah. that happened because Silver Sparrow is just as a br- just a brilliant book, isn't it? Yeah. And if, if you've read An American Marriage, you have to read Silver Sparrow. Like, totally. I, know, I actually don't know why you wouldn't because I can't imagine anyone not enjoying An American Marriage. Yeah. <laughs> One hundo. Oh, right. This episode, maybe you want to read those again. And yeah. Do a bit of Googling <laughs> about when her next book is, but also really maybe want to read Taylor Jenkins read books again and also maybe want to start on a coho journey. Like, yeah, I'm going to be very busy. <laughs> <laughs> and well, we have got some adaptations, adaptations, adaptions to look forward to, don't we? We do. Daisy Jones and the Six, the series has started filming. Yeah. Ex- do you know what else has started filming? Tell me. One True Loves. That I said everyone should read is oh, their yeah. first book is being made into a film and it's filming love, at the moment I can't remember who's love, in it love that but I'm, it was like such a good film it sounds like it yeah definitely and Justin Balladoni from Jane the Virgin is developing It Ends With Us oh shit film or series so, film film Malibu so, Rising. So much to look forward to. It's been, oh it's been, it hasn't started film or anything, but they've sold the rights. Oh, amazing. God, what a time to be alive. What a time. <laughs> <laughs> the theme for this month's books, That Matter Box, is Reclaim Her Name and includes a copy of the beautiful Virago edition of the classic The Dudge Avocado by Elaine Dundee. It's also full of goodies, including some vegan hot chocolates. It's perfect for December. So if you'd like to win a box this month, there are two ways to enter. If, like me, you listen on Apple Podcasts and subscribe, leave a rating and review, and use your Instagram handle as your nickname on the review. Or if, like me, you listen on Spotify or anywhere else, then follow the podcast on that platform, screenshot, and share on your Insta tagging at BookRecco so we can count your entry that way. Entries for the December box close on Monday the 27th of December and will be announced on our Instagram on Wednesday the 29th of December. If you're listening to this at a later date, then don't worry. It's a monthly competition, so still enter and we'll count your entry towards whatever box it is at the time. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week.